It's your show when you're ready, pal. Is it recording? Yeah, it's recording. I hope it does. Howdy, folks. We are here. Welcome to Two Cents Rugby. I say welcome, but we're actually at your house. Tony. Are we? Yeah. Are we? I this thought is... we were just upstairs at yours. Yeah, this is Tony. Tony, you run a YouTube channel called... I do. Distracted Sports. I believe so. I forget very easily. It's a fairly new channel. It is. It's been going for about three months. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. But look... It's a real pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah. It we're going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit of rugby. Uh, a little bit about our man, your favourite uh, All Blacks coach of all time. Uh, My favourite All Blacks coach of all time. Ian yeah, we're going to get. I thought we we're going to get run to Grizz Wiley for a second. Oh, there. yeah, not quite. Do we have Grizz Wiley on the notes? Well, we don't. We don't have Grizz. Before I before we, before we get stuck into it, I just want to acknowledge you, fifty k. So. Oh yes, it's amazing. Yeah, that's Eden Park. That is Eden Park. That's yep. great. That's um, Onywa Domain times three. You know, I hadn't thought about it like that. But I'm the, the, from North Harbour, so I think of everything in terms of Oniwa Domain. That, that makes a fair bit yeah. of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah 50k. It's uh, mm. it's it's pretty decent. I have the, the kind people watching to uh, to thank for that. It's massive. So, um, you got me into rugby, actually. I've got to be honest. Because before this, I was just a whiteboard aficionado. Ah. I just wanted to go anywhere I could for it to see someone work a whiteboard. Okay. So I found you, okay. and you were a master of the whiteboard, and just through that process, I got into rugby. Rugby, yeah. So, yeah, the osmosis. Yeah, thank you from, for that. From I the appreciate whiteboard. it. Yeah. I mean, your YouTube channel is, is pretty decent from what I've seen. It does have a little bit of a lack of, of whiteboard yeah. thus far. You are, you are oh, lacking. You've, fe- you've featured in a few videos. That's true. I'll cut it. Look. There, look. Whiteboard. The whiteboard. Okay. The whiteboard. We, 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 can, we can start now that we've seen the whiteboard. Whiteboard. Okay. It turns out you just live like 10 minutes down the road from I know. So. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, and thank you so much for like, sort of in terms of this whole world of YouTube, there's so many people and stuff, but everyone's been so welcoming, but to have you like down the road. That's pretty awesome. It's been a massive resource, so it's yeah. been great. Yeah. So we got Fozzie on the agenda. Maybe a wee bit about uh, every Cantabrian's favorite razor. Yes. And a um, little bit about the Rugby Championship, which has taken a, a wee hiatus for the week as mm. uh, all the teams travel to their you know upcoming locations as the, mm-hmm. the travel factor in, in there. And then uh, a wee bit on the mess that is Super Rugby yeah. and the, the success that is the, uh, the URC. She's been a wee bit of a messy... Mixed bag. Yeah, it's a, it's a mixed bag. The mess and the success. Maybe that's what we could call if we that made segment. a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. The mess and the who, success. Who's the mess, who's the success. That's, oh, yeah, there that, we go. That's, that's we are coming up with segments. I know. It's it's phenomenal. But um, stuff. the big news here in New Zealand right now is uh, it's it's all about Fozzie. It's all about Fozzie. He got his, um, he got his, he got his confirmation. He did. We got the backing unanimous. Yeah, backing from the New Zealand Rugby Board that he is the man to lead the All Blacks through to the next World Cup. So there's going to be no more of this kind of umming and ahhing about will he stay, will he go? All the way through. Like, say that he loses, he's the first coach to lose a game since 1994 at Eden Park. He loses the the Blairs World Cup and then sneaks a loss against Argentina. Would he still stay? I reckon, I reckon it's a fickle sport, isn't it? Like, I reckon if that all happens, it's not going to go his way. But, you know, there's so, they've said this before that he's on the way until 2023. So who knows how it's going to go. But overall, it, it is like, I feel better about him just after one win. One win. You know, I made a video about how crap he was. You did. I did. I did. And there's a tattoo on the line there. I did notice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to follow through with that? Well, you, <laughs> I did put in one prerequisite that kind of saves my butt. Literally, is that video needs to get 
75,000 views. Right. So let's not put a link to that. Okay. <laughs> Anywhere. So if the if Fozzie wins the World Cup. Yes. And that video gets 75,000 views, then I have to get a tattoo of Ian Foster on my butt saying, I'm sorry, underneath it. I'm sure he'd, he'd view that video with, with glee if you were to show it off, I'm sure. I'm not sure if it would pass YouTube's like standards upon... No, live uh, stream it. Maybe. Yeah, live stream the tattoo. Yeah. That, that could be... Could. You'd could. be breaking YouTube, I don't know, some kind of uh, records or... That'd be a first, certainly. It would be some sort of breach of conduct, I'd say. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. But, mm. um, but yeah, Fozzie's been endorsed. They've tinkered a wee bit with his coaches. Yeah. So we already knew you know, Plumtree and Bradmore. They kind yeah. of they're out, on the way out. Out skis. And uh, they did seem, as you mentioned, we kind of we do get a little bit of that. You're only good as your last game. Yeah. Attitude about us and his last few games had not been the best. No. But with that one win, it was a hell of a win. Like at Alice Park, under that immense pressure in that cauldron in the high vault. With, you know, everything on the line, like do or die, like there wasn't even going to be a discussion of him potentially staying mm. if he lost it. And the way that they played, you know, the way that they found space out wide, yeah. the attacking brand, you know how they kept on saying it was driving me crazy that they're about to turn a corner. We're really, really confident in this brand that we're trying to how play. How many times can you hear that And we before? were just like, how many markers in the ground can we hear and all this How many lessons are we going to learn? 100%. How many times are we going in the right direction but getting losses? <laughs> oh, God. I literally, I was very close. I'm going to be graphic. <laughs> Be warned. I, I was really close when I was hearing his aftermatch talks. They're literally ripping out my eyeballs, quickly, then ripping out my testicles, then placing my testicles into the sockets where my eyeballs were. That's how close I was to you know going on some serious maiming of self mutilation. That's graphic. <laughs> should I should I cut that out? <laughs> Is that too much for the two cents viewers? We can we can we can make that call. Okay, well I'll leave that to you. Uh, yeah, but um yeah it was it, but like they didn't, then they bloody did it. They did. They turned the corner. They played in a great style of rugby. A huge you know seeing the impact of Jason Ryan. Mm. You know like we saw it the week before their mall defense was way better. That's right. But this week, their scrum was better. DeGru played well. Inexperienced scrum as well, though. Takiaho, man. He's Ooh. a beast. He's got to be our number one hooker at the moment, he, surely. Yeah, like by a country mile right yeah, now. Yeah, he's putting... I mean, the, the that, that third test where they selected Coles ahead of Tokyo, that's the kind of madness that had All Blacks fans just tearing our hair out. Like, you guys are watching a different game from what everyone else is seeing. Most normal... That's a better way. I should have just said tearing my hair out rather right. than wrapping my hair <laughs> That would have been better. The point is, is the same. Yes, yeah. yes. It was yes. frustrating. Yeah, exactly. That's all I was trying to say. Yes, yeah, very, very yeah. frustrating. But they seem to have maybe selection-wise well, starting to get things right. Potentially, but there's still a lot of work to do, to be done in combination. One game does not... Does not make a successful team. That's right. Yeah, uh, but you still saw a lot of drop ball on the weekend. I know, like, I don't want to nitpick or anything like yeah. that, but there were still signs of combinations in the midfield not being quite there. Like, you know, that big ball, ball from Bull Jordan over to Caleb Clark that went way over his head. At the start that, of the game, yeah. You know, just a little bit of stuff that needs to be tidied up a bit. But, you know, and hopefully it's not just one of those false dawns. You know, yeah. you know when you Like see, the first game against the Irish where we had yeah. that, that, like, 10 minutes where we just scored try, 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 try. And like, oh, everything's hunky-dory. Where we look like all blacks. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which we haven't looked like for a wee while. And that was what was so heartening about, you know, the, th the second test at Ellis Park was they looked like all blacks. They did. You know, they 
played with speed. They played with a lot of accuracy a lot of the time. They were super physical. Shannon Frizzell, I thought, was massive. I know. He's, you know? Uh, is he the answer at six? Because the six jersey, since Jerome Kino has left the scene, it's oh. kind of been a bit of a rotating... I don't know, yeah. position, like nobody's really put that marker down to say, you know, I- I'm the guy. It's been Scotty Barrett, it's been Frizzell, yeah. it's been, yeah. Akira Ioane. That's right. Uh, I think just that whole balance of the loose forward trio is not quite right. And it comes back to a, a difficult question. A difficult Are you going to bring is, up Sam Kane? I am going to bring up Sam Kane. Like, I think he's a tremendous player. Yeah. And I think he's a great servant. He's a real workhorse in terms of doing the grunty, getting through tackles, you know, tracking back, clearing out, but maybe not doing as much of the the flashy stuff. So is Don Popolese. Right. So is um, Artie Sevilla. You know, like... Artie Sevilla's got a bit more of the, I don't know, the line breaks and, you know, the the, the real flashy skills, which highlight real stuff. But I feel like by having Sam Kane just cemented in there, not not as an option, but just always going to be there, we're losing the likes of being able to utilise... Hoskins Satutu. He's not really got a game, is he? He hasn't got a game all season. Him and Pirafetta haven't had played, right. played a single game. We, he hasn't got a single game. And also, we we can't get the one-two punch of having like a um, uh, Akira, then a Frizzell, or a Frizzell, then right. an Akira, or something like that. Right. You know, it's just the balance is not quite there because Artie's got to be in the mix. He has to. You, you have know? to play Artie, but because you got Sam at seven, you have to play Artie at eight, which means you can't play Hoskins. Yeah, and then just name a better someone who played better in Super Rugby this year than Dalton Papali. Mm. You know, as a Blues fan, I'm not going to argue yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I can't think, and he was massive, and he hasn't been utilised. And then you've got guys like Tom Robinson who can't get a look can't in. Get in the you team. know, <clears throat> that's right. You know, who's the guy? who's the guy from the Crusaders? Oh, such Blues fans. <laughs> Because they always yeah. go on about him. Yeah, yeah. Cullen Grace. Cullen Grace. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> team's looking a wee bit better. Got the new coaches in. Joe Schmidt's getting an increased role. Yeah, I think so that's it's good. So it's like Fozzie's got every helping hand that he can get. Like yeah. even you with uh, with Schmidt and Jason Ryan. Like surely you could, you know, get some results out of the All Blacks players maybe I'm wildly un- uninspiring right you know I'm not known as a motivator of men so I don't know how I like but do. speaking of motivation of men how much support did you see the All Blacks players oh, given Fozzie yeah. after you know when the future was still uncertain 100% H- how much does that count towards his huge. kind of reappointment huge like and I think that is you know that's one of the things they talk about when a coach is really on a slide they say he's lost the changing that's room, right you know and don't want to play for him exactly and you've seen it with Warriors teams of the past. You see it in the NRL from time to time. You've seen it in Super Rugby. From all time kinds to, of sports. Yeah, all yeah. kinds of sports this happens. But it clearly didn't happen with Fozzie. For whatever reason, they were believing what he was That's trying right. to do. You know, and like it's it's not a smart move to come out in the media and say, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the coach." But they could just keep not their mouth shut. And you know, I thought that some of the stuff that Artie was saying was particularly moving yeah. about his coach. And you know, there was those tweets from Aaron. I was about to say Aaron Cruden. Smith. Aaron Smith, thank you. Aaron Cruden, I don't Smith's know if he... Smith's an easy name I don't, know if I don't know if Aaron Cruden was tweeting about it, though. Maybe not. Who's he playing for these days? Who's over in... Was he in France or Japan? One of those places. Yeah. He was so... He underutilized <clears throat> rugby player, that guy. Got himself into trouble at the bar that time. Missed his flight. Yeah, that's right. We've all been there. That was my old local, actually. Was it? What's the name of the bar? The Zookeeper's Son in Onihunga. Never been there. Well, you're an Onihunga boy, aren't you? Yeah. I'm not going to dox you. Okay. I'm out west now. So, yeah. <laughs> Just knock on every door out west. <laughs> yep. In the one of our doors, it'll, it'll be there because yeah, ten minutes down the road from each yeah, other. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, 
Yeah, the players got behind the coach. Tactically, they seemed to get things more right. Mm. And they got a result, which got Fozzie his his gig back. So A famous result. And now you've got a couple of games up against Argentina at home, which, Mm. I mean, on paper, we should be winning. And then home and away to Australia, who, if there's one team that Fozzie has had the wood over, it's it's been the Aussies. Yeah. Like Dave Rennie's winning percentage is below 50, but when you take the All Blacks results out of it, I think he's at about 50. So right. he's kind of struggled to get, get those over Fozzie, and they've got a horrendous injury list at the moment as yeah. well. So is this going to be this you know, sweeping change where the All Blacks have really turned that corner at Alice Park, or is it just too uh, early to tell? I would love to think so. I really, really would. As an All Black fan, I want to see them win every uh, I don't think you're convinced. Yeah, but I, I think there's just more twists and turns in, in the story, yeah. really. Like, I'm interested to see how... I know Argentina have had their ups and downs, but they have got a win over us now. Yeah, that's you true. Know? And it wasn't long ago that Ireland had just got one win over that's us right. as well. So, And I just feel like, you know, Michael Cech is, he comes out with some all sorts of odd stuff, but he's mm. a wily character. Yeah. And they've got David Kidwell as one of their assistant that's coaches true. as well, which true. I think he's a great defense coach. True. And, you know, like a lot of leagues are going into being defense coaches. Defense coaches seems to be really, I don't know, there seems to be, it's just a really suitable role. You've got um, numerous guys who've got that rugby league background who seem to be able to make that. I, switch absolutely and i don't think i can ever think of a time obviously with the four teams i don't think it's ever happened when everyone's got one win one loss. that's right it's amazing the competition eh? itself and world rugby generally at the moment is yeah. looking to have more parity in it than we've seen in yeah. quite some time like yeah. teams that go at it at the top level genuinely don't know yeah. who's going to win it used to be that you know of course this team's going to win they always beat the other team yeah but not really at the moment. No. Which is no. a good place for the sport. It is a great place for the sport. Absolutely. And I, I think if you're world rugby, you've got to be happy about it. They did get their draw completely munted, though. They always do that. We love giving world rugby some stick, rugby fans. Yeah. If anything goes wrong, it's pretty much world rugby's fault. World rugby and uh, Wayne Barnes from 2007 and that Ford Pass. That's, what That's all the, world rugby's the, fault. I blame yeah. Bill Beaumont for that one. Yeah, 100%. I don't think he was the chairman. Quick question. Then. Favorite referee of all time? Of all time. Yeah. I mean, the easy one to go for is Nigel Nigel Owens. Yeah, yeah. But one funny thing I find with him is that people often like Nigel Owens. Some people genuinely can't stand him, but people genuinely like him because he seemed to kind of have sometimes a little bit of common sense factor. Yeah. Where he maybe didn't stick... Like by the by the laws of the game to the letter, he would kind of have that little bit of leeway, and then yeah. he would speak to the players, and people appreciated that. But then, yeah. also when we are critical of refs, we often say there's no consistency. You know, one ref does it this way, one ref does it that way. So it's almost like the reason we like him is because he did it semi by his own rules instead of just always being a real stickler. Yeah, you go deeper into the weeds in terms of rugby and the calls and all that sort of stuff. I'm like very much guy in the bar. Like, and I just liked him because he was a funny bugger. He was. You know, and yeah. I think that's why people like him. Some people don't like him because they think he's a bit of a prima donna. Well, aren't we all? Aren't we all? You should have seen Two Cents, Mark, actually, before this. He was demanding his makeup. Absolutely. Meeting the trailer. Absolutely. Demanded a coffee of... as soon as I walked in yeah, the door. Yeah, get me a coffee. Basically. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah. keep me. Gotta keep me. Yeah. Uh, juiced up on coffee. I don't know. Is that a saying? You can cut that out. No. <laughs> Yeah, we'll give that yeah. juice up on coffee. This uh, this part is brought to you by the good people at what's a coffee brand? What was it? Nespresso. Was Nespresso. It? There you go. This, this is, is a beer. 
Thank you. Yes. There we go. But so, um, no, ha- happy days in All Blacks land. We got some matches we could potentially be winning. Yes. And uh, Fozzie's reappointment looking like gold. But where does the... Oh, well, asked, I don't want to say looking like gold. You asked a question that I went off on a wild tangent. You okay. asked about Razor and I did not answer it. Yes, that's what all. I was going to get to. Razor. Yeah. So with Fozzie's reappointment if you can call it that where does that leave our man razor because if i'm not mistaken he's contracted through for one more season with the crusaders which takes him through till 2023 and then is he sitting and waiting for the all blacks to come a call in or is he because they had to have been in conversations with him during this whole debacle because i mean we didn't touch on the new zealand rugby board and how much of a mess i mean you guys outside new zealand may not have seen just how much nonsense there was in the media about this you literally had the ceo of new zealand rugby having a press conference after the south african win yeah well the new zealand win over south africa in south africa to talk about the future where he just said i can't say anything now yeah we're going to talk about it next week it was just we were texting going we were like he's 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 gonna do it he has has to be sacked because why would you call the press conference it was just but so you reckon Razor's he had enough of this nonsense and he's like oh, I'm going to look over overseas because he said in that interview with the rugby pod that he's keen to go to two rugby world cups with different countries one being the All Blacks is he yeah, think, is he looking at Eddie's job with with England after after the World Cup I mean there's been a lot of Scottish fans would like to see Razor oh jeez I think any team in the world would like to see Razor like he's such an incredibly winning coach yes. you know just his a, record's incredible unprecedented sort of record in terms of what he's been able to achieve but I think the sad thing is, is if as a New Zealand rugby fan this could be one of those moments especially if everything goes tits up with Razor well not with Razor with Ian Foster which they mm. really could mm. that we could look back and go we lost one of the greatest rugby ones yeah, yeah you know and he might go on to win two World Cups with two other freaking nations. Against not, New Zealand purpose. Uh, yeah, could 100%. Knock us World Cup. And this could be a moment that we look back on, one of those sliding moment, sliding doors moments where we really screwed the pooch. Mm. You know? Because uh, like, he's just such an incredible talent. Yeah. And would have made such a great coach of the All Blacks. And I hope one day we he get him. Mm. But you'd be pretty miffed about the whole situation if you were him. I, the fact that mm. Ian Foster was selected in the first place, like, I think you need more under your belt than just being an assistant coach you know you need a very high winning record as a head coach mm. of a franchise or another nation before you become the all-black coach mm. you know he didn't he had a 50 percent win ratio with the chiefs mm. when he left dave rennie took his team and won two, two titles two back-to-back titles with the talent that he had that he had in the squad in the yeah, squad basically. so um but yeah as you said before the the team back you know the players back him mm. I might have to get a tattoo on my butt. <laughs> well, we, so, look, who knows? we look forward to that. So, yeah. yeah. But one thing I've heard people say about Razor is that his experience is all New Zealand based. So he's he's won the under twenties. Well, he he did it? win. The, he did win the under twenties. But he's largely been with the Crusaders in Canterbury, which is his kind of home stomping ground anyway. He, he won titles when they were playing South African teams. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he beat the Lions yeah. twice. So it's not like he he's can't... taken teams coach. to the high belt and won. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I, I, no, I back him. I really back him. You don't reckon he needs a bit of the overseas touch before he comes back to New Zealand? I mean, you mentioned... If it wasn't such an incredible record, mm. I might agree with you. But you, winning six Super Rugby titles in a row... Is mental. You know, he took over from um, Todd Blackadder, who was not looked at as a bad coach. He got to a lot of finals. Finals, but just never had that... Never took them over the edge. Yeah, and he had a know? bloody good team as well. He had a yes. lot of big guns in his Crusader yes. side. Fit of a core. 
Yeah, Carter, he was a writer. Yeah, those yeah, guys, yeah. Kieran Reed. Yeah, I found about about those guys from your whiteboard. Oh yes, yeah, thank yes. You. Actually, yeah. I don't think those guys would have been on my whiteboard. That's, that, it, that predates my pre- whiteboard. Oh, I've blown my story, haven't I? Uh, fraud, yeah. fraud, hack fraud. Yeah, but um, you mentioned Fozzie's appointment in the first place because obviously New Zealand rugby kept up this theme which they had. Henry passed it. Like passed the mantle to his assistant, which was Hanson. Mm-hmm. Hanson, I don't like with Wales. His record wasn't great, and I I can distinctly remember my old man being livid yeah. when when Hanson got the gig. Your old man gets livid about it. He, he does. <laughs> he he does. It doesn't take a lot to get my old man livid. Yeah. But he Gazza, was, if he sees us, he'll be swearing at me. He can be getting livid at me for pointing out that he gets livid. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, but sorry, he, he was not a happy chappy when uh, when Hanson got the gig, and Hanson did all right. Yeah, he won a bloody World Cup, like the most convincing World Cup we've ever won. Yeah, but was yeah, good. yeah, it was it was dynamite. I can't recall too much in '97. No, we were four. Yes. Yeah, I remember when. At least one I can remember is like '95. I can remember. I remember. I remember '87. I remember parts of because I had my older brother and they were celebrating, uh, and I remember just those sort of flashing sort of childhood images. Okay. And then I remember '91. I remember being gutted when David Campisi just totally. Pumped us, totally outclassed us. Yep. And then, uh, and then your whiteboard came along and really reinforced it all for me. Yes. Yeah. Ninety five. I do remember getting up to crawl into my parents' bed because they didn't want to watch the final in the lounge. Really? Yeah. We watched it on like a fourteen inch television. Oh. Yeah. But I was sure we were going to win because we're the good guys. Yeah, that's in my brain, like as, as a child, your your team is the good guys, and they have to 100%. come out on top. Well, yeah, I just remember thinking they could never be a team as talented as us. Like we had Lomu, like yeah. peaked Lomu. Yeah, peaked he'd, been, Lomu. he'd been destroying people right yeah. up until that game. Couldn't score against the box. Lomu would have been without a kidney disorder. Yeah. I know. That's what a freak. If you go back and watch him, he can move incredibly quickly for a yeah. huge human being. Yeah, yeah. It that's the thing that's so deceptive about it. Because like see, 100 meters in 11 seconds. Yeah, yeah. it's like, crazy. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we don't know what happens with Razor. <sighs> yeah. Does he? Does he? Does he stick and wait for the AB's gig, or does he? Because he he has to have been essentially being stringed along. Yeah. This whole time. Yeah. Waiting for New Zealand rugby to pull the trigger, Got and the it old, just never comes. Got the old cocktails, basically. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in there, Razor. Um, <laughs> Bloody New Zealand yeah. rugby. <laughs> You know, yeah, it must have been a weird buzz for him, like sitting there, like watching that game, probably as a New Zealander, a former All Black, yeah, rooting for the team, a lot of his own players in that team, rooting for his own players, the massive allegiance, but depending upon the result, a huge implication for his his own role, his yeah. future and his career. That's right. You know, like, do you think he was sitting there going, "Oh, come on, South Africa," like it'd be hard not to, eh? It'd just be a genuine kind of double-edged sword, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like putting money on the opposition to beat your team, which is something you can do to kind of ease the blow. Yeah, I've heard about that. Um, yeah. Mark Ellis used to do it. He used to say, "Really?" He used to say, "Not when he was playing, but right. um, that would so, be yeah. somehow dismissible offence." I think. Yes, very illegal. Um, but he used to say, "Like put enough money that it hurts right. on the opposition." Okay. So like, you know, a decent amount of your paycheck just to be like, Ugh! like not going to cripple you financially, but right. just as just as a little. Oh, okay. You know, oh, I never heard that. Story. Yeah, yeah. And then um, it's enough to enough for it to hurt. Right. So if the your team does lose, you go well. Okay. Only some cash. Yeah. Mm. I cleaned yeah. his car once. No, at uh, at Rubber Dub. 
Rub-a-dub. Rub-a-dub car wash in Epsom. I cleaned oh. Mark Ellis's car when I was a high school student. I worked at the car wash. Yeah. Mark Ellis, he had a, he was on TV at that time. Yeah, what a, he had, with what, Matthew Ridge perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that show called? Uh, Matthew and Mark take on, or Matthew and Mark. They had some sports quiz Lots show. Lots of different, oh, you, uh, Game of Two Halves. Game of Two Halves. I th- I'm pretty sure that was, that was around that time. that kicked his wife when she was on it. On Veach. The, yeah, with Veach. Tony Veach. Kicked his wife yeah, when yeah, she was yeah. down. Um, we haven't forgotten Vici. That's right, Vici. Um, think, think no one brings that up anymore. It's all we talk about. No, we're anyway. Um, <laughs> but I cleaned his car. Vici's? No, not Vici's. <laughs> Ellis, Mark Ellis. You know, can I go on a strange tangent from there? Okay. It's not that strange, but Matthew Ridge. Mm-hmm. His he owns a car wash. He owned a car wash called Cafe. So that's right. Cafe. Cafe because they serve coffee. It's like a cafe it's where re- it's a car wash. It's a cafe. It's very. I clear. think he's got two now. There are, there are a few of them around. Okay, it's like a, it's an empire. Franchise. It's a car wash empire. Yeah. But right. let's let's put your money down. Razor, is he going to be taking over an overseas team? Put my money down. No. I, I, very possible that he could. I'm often wrong, but I think... You reckon that, he stays? I reckon he stays. I reckon that the All Blacks probably are going to get knocked out in the quarters or the semi of the World Cup. They could win it. Right. They absolutely could. But I I think we're probably not going to win it. Right. Chances are we're not going to win it. And if we don't win it, he'll definitely get the role. Okay. Barring. Maybe they've kind of promised him some kind of secondary like carrot that if, if Fozzie mm. keeps his job, you're yeah. at least our next guy. You're our next yeah. game off the rank kind of thing after the World Cup. 100%. Maybe. I feel bad. I feel like I should have had an extra beer like right there. You can go top up if you want. Yeah. Just going to take a short intermission Cut. while I get a drink. Alright man, I think we're on fire. We're doing good. Just smashing his blow. There was a point where I started talking about ripping my eyeballs out. <laughs> <laughs> so that was unexpected. Alright, rugby. Rugby. So we've talked Fozzie, we've talked Razor. Back uh-huh. to the rugby championship. Like you mentioned, you've got each team on one win, which is a pretty unique uh, situation. Uh-huh. Do you have a favourite? Because you've got the All Blacks with a relatively favourable draw, like I mentioned. A couple of games against Argentina at home, home and away to the Aussies. You've got South Africa heading to Australia. Australia with a horrendous injury list. The Springboks' mm. recent record, though, over the Aussies in Australia is poor. Well, like, I think if you're a smart betting man, you've got, even though the All Blacks have had a you know two from seven, which is pretty awful, but with the wood we've had over Argentina and Australia over the past couple of years... You'd be pretty a pretty bold person not to put your money on us on New Zealand to right. take it out, especially considering that the box don't travel particularly well. You know, they, like they get they they they've lost a couple of games in Argentina, haven't they? Have they got like they at least lost one in like twenty eighteen? I want to say yeah. So they could lose a game to Argentina. They'll definitely I would say they'll lose at least one against one Australia. Mm. I think. We, sh- you know, I think we'll probably lose one against Australia in Australia. Okay. But I also, I really like the look of, um, I like the look of the Argies too. I don't think they're going to win it, but I... You mentioned Michael Chick earlier and I meant to touch on it. He's, yeah. he's genuinely looking quite happy. Like it's, it's yeah. a big change. Like if you remember his, the end of his tenure with the, with the Wallabies, every press conference was quite hostile oh, yeah. and he was like throwing barbs at the journalists. And I mean, yeah. admittedly the journalists can ask some pretty frustrating and inane questions, yeah. but like checker, I've been watching his press conferences. He tries to answer every question in Spanish. His Does Spanish. He? Yeah. His, his Spanish is 
pretty basic. Yeah. But he understands the questions for the most part that are being posed oh, to him, wow. which is cool because it means he's already got the understanding. Yeah. And then like he genuinely just seems to be enjoying himself. Oh, and dude. I don't know, man. Like he seems to have got the players motivated. Like the Argentinians at the end of last year just seemed miserable. Yeah. It wasn't that they, like if we talked about team like players not playing for their coach, like it didn't seem like they really wanted to keep Ledesma in his job, but Checker, I mean, it's really early days. It's really hard to say. Well, he might suit their temperament. You Maybe. know, that sort of Latin hot-blooded temperament. You know, passion. like, get the passion. Because he seems like a guy who can come in and really razz up the boys. You mm. know, makes a big impact initially. Like he did with Australia when he yeah, came he, in. Yeah, he took over with like, a And he did with the Waratahs. You yeah. know, he came in and he came in with a hiss and a roar and got a huge amount of success and mm. was like, follow me boys, this is the way. Yeah. I didn't know that about him responding to questions in Spanish. I'd love that. Yeah. I really do. He's think, making an effort. Yeah, and I think he'll really endear himself not only to his players, but probably the Argentinian public as a whole by doing mm. that as a foreign coach. Because, like, it's... You know, none of it. Like, Ian Foster wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Or, no, no, you know. Graham Henry was over there. Graham probably Henry, wasn't speaking much Graham Spanish. Henry no. wouldn't have done that. John Kerwin was a... He's a bit of a linguist, but not a very good coach. <laughs> Fluent in Italian. <laughs> not very good coach. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can't have both. Maybe, maybe Checker is the guy to have a bit yeah, of both. I, I, yeah, I think he just... He, he could really galvanise that team, mm. you know. And that's the thing. You'd like to... What does a consistent... Argentinian squad look like because they have a lot of talent across they the do. park they have a lot of talent in the back line mm. they've always got big forwards mm. if they can bring it together like are we that far away from talking about Argentina as not only as um, rugby rugby championship contenders but genuine you know big boys of the world game World Cup or world, world game generally uh, it's the consistency that's the issue eh? yeah like they literally just turned around a pretty horrendous defeat to Australia by giving them their biggest hiding that they've ever had. So it's like the consistency thing in a nutshell. They did the same thing with Scotland. They beat them, they lost to them, they beat them. Yeah. What a game that third one was. Yeah. That was a cracker. Yeah, good good comeback win in front of their home fans. Spicy meatball. Very much so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, What was the question? Who's going to win the rugby championship? The All Blacks. Okay. I think the All Blacks are going to win it. Uh, but as anyone's, you know, it could not be more even. That's it right. literally could literally, not be. Yeah, could yeah, not. Yeah. The Argentina's on top. The All Blacks are on the bottom. Well, I get comments on my video saying you don't talk about Argentina enough. Right. I just want you to point, I just want you to know, this isn't on my channel, but I have spent the last good three minutes talking about Argentina. There so That's my influence. What can you say? Thank you, Two Cents, for showing me the great ways yeah. of the great people of Argentina who make up 1.6% of the population of my audience. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the latest Wallabies squad? It was only out today. You may not have seen it. Uh, there's someone. There's a little bit of a bombshell. Was there a retro player in there? Someone from the past? Bernard Foley, the oh! Iceman. The Iceman is wow. back. He hasn't played for Australia is for he, like three is, years. Is he our age? He's got to be getting close to it. Not quite, not quite. But um, That's it's a weird such thing, like... a weird one because you got they call up Quade Cooper from Japan. Fair enough, yes. he gets injured. They've got Noah Lolosio who kind of steps in. He's the the youngster who seems to have a lot of potential, mm. but Dave's still seemingly not quite happy with his game. Yeah. Then he puts James O'Connor in for a game. They lose, and he talks about 
they don't have like the right cohesion, which mm. seems so bizarre because then you bring in another player. I would have thought co- co- cohesion is you play the same guys, 100%. you know, to get some partnerships and get some chemistry going. Absolutely. And then you bring in Bernard Foley. I like Bernard Foley, but it seems yeah. like a bit of a weird pick. It is weird. And you, like players want a little bit of faith shown in them by their coach. Like we're all human. We all make mistakes and players are going to make mistakes and they're going to make bad mistakes in big moments. But that doesn't mean you can just throw them out. Mm. You know, they want, some of the best thing you can do as a coach is if a guy has a bad game is play him next week. So we've still got faith in you. Andy Farrell, they lost that first game against the All Blacks at Eden Park. I think the next week he named pretty much exactly the same team because he was just like, I've seen enough from you guys and you guys can turn it around the next week. So, yeah, it just does seem like a really bizarre one because O'Connor... He'd had like an injury towards the end of Super Rugby, so he's not been playing that much rugby. No. So for him to come in at 10 and maybe not have his best game ever is not exactly no. a shock. I didn't think he was terrible, but I've only watched the game once. It's been a tricky position. We've had a lot more stability, even though we've had this Bowden Moanga stuff mm. going on for a while. Both of those players are incredibly world-class. And yeah. will step in there and can be world betters at any time. And you mm. feel pretty comfortable when either of them are at 10. Mm. But... There hasn't been that guy for, for Australia. For since when? You've got Cooper, who played in the 2011 World Cup, still and cracking a, along. And, and he had a ratchet tournament, that one. And then, yeah, Bernard Foley, who was their guy for like the 2015 and the 2019 tournaments. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's an interesting call from Dave, but their their injury list is long. I mean, yeah. Reese Hodge, actually, that game when Cooper got injured, actually, I think he looked the best of the lot, but... Yeah. I don't know. Reese Hodges are an inconsistent. And then you complain about your team not having co- cohesion. Cohesion. That, that, that was the comment that was a bit... It's a bit silly, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was a bit of a bizarre one. So, genuinely, anyone's got a chance, but All Blacks with their remaining games. Recent record over the Aussies, decent. Home against Argentina should bring it home. Should. They should. But they should have beaten... They should have beaten Ireland at home, but then they didn't. And they exactly. probably should have had a bit of end-of-year tour last year, but yeah, they didn't. Exactly. So. so this whole notion of us just expecting success because the All Blacks win, that's what we've grown up with. Yeah, that basically. Is, maybe we need to... It's not going to be like shock horror if the All Blacks don't yeah. bring home the trophy. Yeah, exactly. If, it would genuinely surprise me if Argentina won it just because they've never... I don't even think they've finished maybe, second. I don't even know if it'd be mad. Would you be mad? Oh, I think like, everyone would love to see. Yeah. I, I, when the Argentinians beat us for the first time, I was like half, like a bit mad, but also like, man, this is awesome. Yeah, I was pissed. Okay. You're, you're a bit of mad. I do remember yelling at the TV, which is pretty rare for me, yeah. saying something because my dad was watching with me and he said yeah. something like, oh, we're going to get a bonus point. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't care about the bonus point. We're supposed to Sh- beat Argentina. Shut up, dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. What are you talking about yeah. bonus point? Is this where yeah. we've gotten to that we're like yeah. happy with a bonus point? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, it's one of those things. When uh, when they went up ahead after Bowden, back to the South African game, we keep circling back to it. It's like a magnet. I know. Zero. We can't help it. Yeah. I'd like, when uh, South Africa went ahead after Bodie got binned, rightfully I was so. expecting us to go on and lose that one. Yeah, exactly. And I was you know, I was doing a live stream and I was sort of saying, I was like, well, look, the effort has been so I, I was. I literally said, I'm not... In the review, I was like, if we'd lost, I wouldn't have been mad. Because at least up until that point, yeah. you were like, well, we've, we've actually played. We've yeah. played some rugby. We've looked dangerous. Mm. We've defended pretty well. If we go on and lose it, there's no real shame in that. Yeah, yeah 100%. And they've got... and that, But it was amazing to see because that's what we've been notorious for over the, you know, the last 20 years is that mm. last 10 minutes. The comeback. You know, just don't, being able to win from anywhere in the last 10 minutes. And that's they right. did it. And they, they did, did it, it with yeah. 14 men for that's a big right. period of it as At well. At altitude so, as well. 
box yeah. fans were kind of quick to point out that a lot of the squad that the box picked for that game, I don't think many of those guys were based in like Pretoria or Joburg for yeah. their clubs. So they're not guys who actually Playing play at altitude all the time. So mm. the advantage of altitude was kind of cancelled out. Can we talk about that for a second, just in terms of the selections with South Africa? I know we're, we're circling back a little bit, but not starting marks. That seemed like madness. Yeah, it did. And... Mbunambi was initially named, and that guy is a proper unit. I love yeah. that guy. But then you got Dweber, who's got three caps to yeah, his name, to yeah. suddenly take on the All Blacks. It seemed like a big ask. The guy was... He I mean, he's, he's been really criticized for his line-out throwing and for some mistakes, but he, he did, was given a pretty tough ask. He did pretty well with um, staunching out the All Blacks. Yeah, the, that, the start, yeah. yeah. Can we give him... Can we give some props points? for that, but it's more the gameplay uh, that so You don't matters. get points for that. No. Sorry, Dweber. I get them yeah. calling him Dweller as well uh, during my thing. So Joseph Dweber. Did, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, he had a shock. He, like every like uh, even it's hard ones, to blame him though because he's like literally they, been thrust back into a he game. He had a shocker. He had a shocker. Like he wasn't like the ones. There were about three lineout calls that didn't actually get called that didn't go straight. I yeah. didn't actually see him do a, a one lineout right. throw in that was straight. You know, he was relatively ineffective. He should have come off the bench. Yeah, 100%. He's, he's, the, just... he's the third guy. Like, if the yeah. first guy, which was Mbunambi, gets injured, because he's generally been the first guy. Yeah, and that was about the... If he gets injured, then you, you don't bring in the third guy to be the first guy. You yeah. promote the second guy to be the first... You know, it's like the chain. And, and in terms of what you saw from Malcolm Marks the week before, like, I can't really remember seeing a better hooker performance. Yeah, he was unplayable. Yeah, just like... He was just pilfering ball like mad. He was making big carries. Like He was just was doing a, it all. He was, he was like a number eight meets a hooker yeah. meets, a, meets an open side flanker. Yeah. And did them all at a world Spot class on. absolutely. You know, and then they didn't play him the next week. Let's just see what madness. Yeah, absolute mm. craziness. And apparently there's a rugby reason behind it. They said that in the press conference that there's a rugby reason that they can't talk about. Yeah. So... Is that talking about the old quota rider? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's the yeah. kind of unspoken thing. That but... seems like the very opposite the, of a rugby. But the reason. thing is, like Dweber is a good player. Like mm. I've genuinely seen him play some good rugby. But I mean, like who would be like when Tokiaho was playing for the All Blacks? I don't think he was starting like his third game. Like they, they wouldn't no. have just chucked him in the deep end like that. Hundred percent. If you've got a guy exactly. who's more well, experienced than like, before, it would have been like throwing Perifeta. And just start in the weekend. Exactly. You know? You wouldn't do that. No. Like, Peter Fitter could have gone, well, I feel really sorry for him. He's been on... He's not getting any game time. He's been playing... He's Are been... they going to give him a game? You know, petition, hashtag, start Peter Fitter, or Peter Fitter off the bench. Start Stephen. Starts... That's better. Start Stephen. Get the old alliter- alliteration yeah, little... going. Alliteration. Alliter- yeah. Uh, I was trying to do one with uh, Peter Fitter, but it's a tough one. That's a toughie, um, yeah. Perfect Peter Fitter. There you uh, go. Hmm. Mm. Uh, I think we really nailed that. We did. So, um, but yeah, anyone could win it. Rugby Championship's looking, uh, it's looking a healthy old beast at the minute. Absolutely. I, I do get a little bit of Six Nations envy sometimes with genuinely how even there. I mean, Italy, no. Yeah. But, and Scotland usually manages to uh, throw something. They'll, 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 one they'll, good game at tournament. Yeah. Well, There'll be that game where, like, if these guys can just win this game, <laughs> then they could actually turn the corner. Like, we talk about turning yeah. the corner, like, and that just never happens seemingly yeah. in the Six Nations. But um, 
yeah, I get a bit of Six Nations envy with like a round or two to go. You genuinely like, I don't know who's going to win it. And then a lot of the times in the rugby championships, like, uh, okay, we already know who's going to yeah, win it. So. Yeah, yeah. But this year, I mean, so far so it's good. It's been a lot of it is a foregone conclusion that, you know, we've won the first three games. We're re- we're re- once we've retained the Bledisloe and the Freedom Cup, yeah. you know, it's kind of done. And like, it's not even a big celebration. That you... That's right. It's just to be expected. That's the... Wasn't it amazing? I think that was when the Ireland won, that was the most a Steinlager Cup right. has been celebrated. Like a big moment. Yeah, like yeah, most yeah. of the time it's just Richie or Kieran Reid yeah. who just goes, oh, take a photo with it. Oh, we got one of these again? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. Chuck it back yeah. in the cabinet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. Apart from the Bledders Low. Bledders Low. Freedom Cup may have been a bit more now, but it's the Bledders Low is... Well, yeah, because I, I, for me... The bigger rival is definitely South Africa, but the bigger trophy is the Bledisloe, hundred percent. How does I don't even understand how that makes sense. It's a big cup as well. It's like a big trophy. She's like a big boy. The World Cup. How many beers for the A lot. Yeah, there's a. Uh, uh, there, I used to know the number. The World Cup trophy is like it's gold, but it's quite small. Yes. And rugby players often being big humans, it, it looks unless you hold it one handed, it doesn't yeah. look the, the best. But the Bledisloe looks like a proper. It looks like the Stanley Cup kind of thing. It you know, looks so like it's a big trophy. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, the Stanley Cup's a massive one. Yeah. But the Bledisloe Cup just is one that they went. Oh, they. I can imagine them just going to the down to the trophy store. Yeah. Going, oh, we've got this one. It's about that big. No, it's bigger. It's small, no, bigger, bigger. 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 And then like this guy called Ralph was buying it. They're like, Ralph. And then he brings it back to the office. And he's got this thing. And they go, what have you done? What have you done, Ralph? <laughs> this is ridiculous. We're going to be a laughing stock. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's actually perfect. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we love it. Yeah. Uh, lastly, one thing I wanted to touch on. URC. URC. Woo! And Super Rugby. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it was a bit of a messy split up. COVID was the kind of nail in the coffin for Super Rugby. There'd been a lot of talk for a number of years about Super Rugby and what's going to happen. You know, we can play the blame game. I think New Zealand Rugby tends to get the bad look of it at the end as kind of the villain of wanting to kind of put that final nail in but there'd been talk in the previous the, the years leading up to it about yeah. South African teams talking about going north the broadcast deal might be better there yeah. they're not happy with how things are going in Super Rugby South African teams weren't winning Super Rugby yeah. they didn't like the travel schedule you know the time zone alignment for the for the European games looked a lot better and then it finally happens it's a bit messy mm-hmm. and you get you get a lot of New Zealand fans who are like, "Hey, you guys can bugger off to URC. It's not a, it's not a worthwhile competition." Then you got a lot of South African fans reveling in this URC mm. and looking back at Super Rugby, going, mm. "Pretty happy we're not there anymore." Seeing in the rearview mirror, and then it's kind of, it's not a great look for Super Rugby when uh, there's a bit of a stoush going on between New Zealand Rugby at the minute and uh and the aussies because yeah. hamish mclennan the the aussie ceo is basically saying the current split of the broadcast money it's um it's not the fairest don't like it champ That's what no he's basically he said something like you know new, new zealand's a much smaller country than than australia and we've got more technically, revenue yeah, technically technically quite a lot smaller yes and yeah. that basically i guess he's just trying to jockey for a better deal yeah and then you got the urc who are breaking all kinds of ratings records for their season which is to be expected the pro 14 expands to the urc the south african teams bigger broadcast numbers i don't think that's like that's not rocket science that mm. a bunch of south african viewers is going to boost their numbers but yeah. it's looking like happy days in urc land and it super rugby it's looking it does it's looking like a bit of a dog's breakfast well we Number one thing that people say about New Zealand fans is that we're arrogant. Yeah. And they and and we were quite happy to go, all right, see you later, champ. 
Go yeah. have fun with the New Zealand best. rugby didn't like make any friends in the last no. couple of years, no, did we? The whole oh, Aussie can have one or two teams if you're we've lucky. We've got so much talent here. We're so good. Our teams are so good. Mm. Like we hold up these competitions. Look at how many of them are what, New Zealand. New Zealand teams are one Super Rugby when it's been in all of its different variations yeah. of it. So we, we kind of drank our own Kool Aid, I reckon, a little bit. And it makes more sense for the South Africans in terms of just being a fan. Like, waking up in the middle of the night every week to watch your Stormers team play or, you know, whoever, isn't that much fun. That's for the diehards. That's that's not for the casuals. And you need to attract more than the diehards. Exactly. And now them playing in the Northern Hemisphere, the time zone is much more favorable, isn't it? It's only the seasons that are kind of backwards, but the the time zone thing is more important. It's well well on point. And they've had massive, massive results. And, And now it's like looking at, you know... New Zealand rugby seems to be making a number of mistakes on a number of levels. Mark Robinson? Yeah. Not making many friends. No, he's not. Like, it's hard to point to a good decision that we've made recently. It'd be nice to find one of those. You know, and what's the current split between uh, the revenue split between the oh, I can't remember that our deal is worth several oh. times more than the Aussie one, I think. But New Zealand rugby negotiated their deal with Sky Sports New Zealand at a really good time because yep. Sky here in New Zealand would essentially be a dead entity without the rugby rights. Whereas Dinosaurs will die. We're coming for you. Whereas the Aussies were dealing with Stan, who kind of had to come to the rescue after they'd had a falling out with Fox. So they were kind of able to lowball yep. the Aussies with a, a kind of low offer. And remembering old Super Rugby was more of an even split you know with the, the revenues. You know what the best thing about the old f- uh, split with Fox was? No more Phil, Phil Kearns. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not a fan. He's still involved with something. With I can always look with the World Cup bid, but he's not. We don't have to hear him. Yeah, God, I really uh, probably my number one least favorite mm. commentator of all time, Phil Kearns. That, that could be a should topic I, for a, for a day. We should write down a list of like well, favorites. Could, yeah, one of my top ten lists. Yeah, there you go. There, top ten there. commentators. Top ten hated commentators. Dog commentators. Oh, I, I let us bleep, bleep bleep that one. <laughs> bleep that one out. Beep. Uh, yeah, um, but it's going to be interesting to see, let's play the hypothetical, hypothetical game for a second. Yeah. Let's say that Australia aren't all talk and they actually back it up. They say, all right, well, we don't like the revenue split. We're hitting. Stan, their broadcaster has said they've backed the Aussie rugby. If you guys want to go alone, we're with you. We're happy What does it look like? What does theirs look like? And what does ours look like? Because we've seen our Aotearoa Super Rugby and it was great for a few weeks, but it got kind of boring. It's for... I went to the first game of Aotearoa in the first year when we had it and it was a sold out Eden Park, which is is bananas for Super Rugby because everyone had been in lockdown and it was like celebration. celebration, Like, let's just get out. Uh, clearly the attendance numbers dropped from season one to season two. They're a bit shifty in that they never announce the official attendances unless they're quite good. Yeah. But clearly the attendances Do they dropped. Not? No. They don't say... I'm a stats guy. They, they, they don't. Oh, really? Like other leagues like the Premiership, I think the URC, they, they put out the numbers for every game. Even if it's like 2,000 fans, like for the Benetton games in, like in Italy. Eden Park, the Blues had 11,000 people this week. Yeah, they very yeah, rarely, they, they very rarely announce it officially. But clearly there was a drop. I reckon they bring all games to Oniwa. I know North Harbour doesn't play at Oniwa Domain. I just rolled my eyes on uh, it. Yeah, you did. Hard, I saw it. <laughs> uh, but they, when they did, that was when we were at a heyday. Right. Because it was a small stadium. Small right. stadium. The, Every the, game at Oniwa Domain. Uh, gonna, um, there is something to be said about stadiums being too big for their purpose at the moment like if you go back and look at super rugby from the 2000s or like mpc rugby from the 90s yeah literally forty thousand people watching 
NPC rugby. Yeah. But that's no longer like, apart from All Blacks test, you're not going to get anywhere near that kind of numbers. It just needs to be something special when something happens. I remember like Tana Umanga's last game, they mm. sold out Ian Park for that, even though yeah. he was playing for Wellington. Like, and then the, even the Blues winning all year, they weren't, mm. what were they getting in their crowds? Maybe, maybe 20,000. And like, we sold out the final. Yeah. Which was a real. Did you go? No, I didn't oh, go. I went. It was a bit I, stink. I wanted to go, but I couldn't get a ticket. Yeah. Okay. I got a ticket. I was. Just I got one. a ticket for the week before, but then I couldn't actually go. Oh. Had a dinner party. <laughs> Goodness me. Priorities, man. It sucked. Priorities. No sucked. whiteboard. Didn't go to the game. Didn't have, No, that's what... We could have got a real good space for a whiteboard. Right here. Next time I'll just pack I, it. Next time I'll just bring it in I'm, the car. I, I am the replacement. This is the, uh, this is the first time two senses. Uh, I keep calling it, Mark has ever had a live guest. Face. Live guest. Unbelievable. Look, hi- high five. We can actually. There you go. Look at that. Human contact. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the question? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, we're talking so, about something about what basically. Good luck to them. They're doing bloody well. USC is going good. Super rugby. Uh, I've kind of said for a, a while what super rugby needs is a bit of consistency they need to stop like we've got the teams now we've got the aussie teams you've got the kiwi teams you've got the two pacific teams you just need to build that for a few years you need to build the rivalry like the crusaders blues thing or not really yeah. in recent years but you know you need those rivalries it needs to be more pacific or fiji and Drua. Yeah. That, that only comes with time but if the aussies pull the pin within like two years of the competition where is moana i know it's been um uh, I was want to say Ericsson, but something Mount, Mount Smart. Smart. Yeah, where is where's their island? Uh, it's supposed home to be. I think their their official home ground is Mount Smart, but mm. they, I mean they want to take games. I think to uh, Tonga and Samoa, but they are contractually obligated. I think to play all their games at Mount Smart for at least a year or two. Come on, I like when those. Did the, you see the games in Fiji? They were, the they best were unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable were the, in terms of crowd and atmosphere. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, should, that's what Super Rugby is you watch that even if you didn't have a horse in that race you were just like this is cracking they stuff are, have you spent time in Fiji? Like, no, never they are fanatical about their rugby they absolutely bloody love the game there Next are rugby level. posts everywhere it's just a tiny population you know bugger all resources but freakish athletes and stuff like that mm. and like the way they play the game and stuff like that I played we can cut this out but I played some touch with them. And you know the way they play touch? You know how we play touch? It's like it's basically like a sort of a bastardized version of league, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six like touches. A, yeah. Their whole game is you don't you one touch each. So if you touch it, you, you get touched. It's a handover. Wow. So they're always having to flick the ball around. Because they never always, want to get touched. Never want to get touched. Oh my goodness. Always have to and that's they play it they play that everywhere. That's unbelievable. You know, and that's why they've got incredible handling skills, they've got incredible Because they just play that every day. Of, they all grow up playing that version of touch. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Were you any good? No, I pulled my hammy. I was, <laughs> was it a real pulled hammy? Or it was, was it? a real pulled hammy. It was an embarrassing story. I was on um, on a cruise and my, uh, my I was actually on my honeymoon and I was on my cruise and my wife, who uh, worked for a cruise tour company, we got a super cheap deal on this cruise that should have been like $25,000. Wow. You know, and because we were, she worked for the company, we got it for bugger all. Right. But we're on this cruise with all these super wealthy people. It wasn't a massive cruise ship, it was a bit smaller and stuff, but there wasn't many people on it. And they were just super wealthy baby boomers, and I didn't want to talk to them. They had mm. nothing in common. But I liked talking to the, the crew. The right. I, I got I made mates with all the Fijian crew and stuff. Okay. And they were like, Tones, we, we, they said, they were like, 
we just pulled up to this island at like 6 a.m. and we play a bit of touch. You want to play? And I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'll play on New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never have played rugby. Exactly. And then I, I just got absolutely schooled by them. Like, I just could not get my head around the way they played. I remember, like, I was just getting gassed by everybody. There was this guy who... How old were you at the time? I was 29 at the time. Okay, so still pretty limber and... Should have been. <laughs> Should have been. But I remember seeing this guy who would have been, like, 45 or something like that. And he was on the outside and I thought, sure, I can get him. And he just absolutely <laughs> skinned me. Gassed me for pace on the outside. And I was chasing him and then I pulled my hammy. And I was like... Oh, mate. Yeah. And I knew 29 my best years at past year. There's yeah. one special thing about the Fijians. Like, I've looked up enough player profiles looking for stats mm. and whatnot in my time. Sometimes you'll look up a prop mm. and you'll see, like, their background has, like, sevens. And you're like, this this, this is not supposed to happen. Like, yeah. no other country, I don't think, has props who yeah. have a background in sevens. And that you could back them in space. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, cool. a lot of their locks just look like big freaking lanky winkers, yeah, wingers, you know, when yeah. you see the move, yeah. a freakish athlete. Yeah, you know? they've been playing it their whole childhood, I guess it kind of makes a lot of sense. Mm. Okay, so URC's doing good, happy days for them, you'll have to watch some yeah, coming well, season, it's only about a month away. This is right, this is what I want to put out there, like, I'm your, your very usual kind of arrogant Kiwi fan, don't watch a lot of the Six Nations. Don't watch a lot of URC if I'm being completely honest with you. Like, just just don't do it. But, you know, with the new thing that I'm doing, the you YouTube, you got to do gotta, it. So what I'm I was at, the same. Like, I watched the bit of Six Nations before. I never watched any European club rugby. But. My, my team for Six Nations is Ireland. It's okay. got to be Ireland. I'm of Irish descent. Like, my last name's O'Sullivan. One-eyed. All that sort of crap. Like, that's what the name actually means. One-eyed. Okay. One-eyed. Nice. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's that's my team. Second team and that would definitely be Wales because I know a lot of great Welsh people. Mm-hmm. But URC teams, I'm up. I'm up for. I can be lobbied. So mm. someone wants to lobby me a good, probably an Irish URC team. Um, I'm, I'm willing to. Would I'm willing you to like hear. to? Would you? Would you want to go for like the powerhouse establishment, like the Crusaders of Ireland, or do you want to go for like a bit I'll, of a plucky I'll, underdog? I want to go for the Blues of Ireland. The Blues of Ireland. Where is you know, like County Cork? That's, that's Munster. Oh, that's my team. Okay. Yeah. Munster! They got a new coach this year, Graham Roundtree. Oh. The ears, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Graham Roundtree's their head coach. It's a Kiwi, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Who am I thinking? I'm thinking of Plumtree. (laughs) No, the Englishman. (laughs) I knew this this was going to happen. Oh, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, the guy with the ears. Oh, he looks like a cartoon character. Basically, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought this was going to happen way more than... Than it has so far in, in whatever this. No, it's okay. We'll keep it in. It's real. Okay. Um, we. I thought there'd be lots of things where I say things you just look at me like. <laughs> <laughs> so that's only happened once. There you go. Not bad. Pretty Not bad return. Good. Pretty but, good. Um, yeah. No. You. You. I see. You should definitely watch a bit of it. All right. Go um, Munster. Go Munster. There'll be a lot. Of... Well, I'm just gonna, okay. I can. I can be lobbied though. Yeah. I'm not totally sold on Munster. Okay. Okay. Know. And then yeah, Six Nations. I definitely suggest watching the crowds are phenomenal yeah i've seen that and like i watch highlights and stuff yeah that's what like, i used to do like before youtube i was just like i would watch the highlights or if there was a game on like eight o'clock in the morning yeah. and i was having breakfast to flick it on yeah. but if you actually watch it week in week out that's it's it's pretty cool being a monetized youtuber <laughs> there you go it's, it's it's incentivized for you yeah it really is yeah 100 percent. mark can we do it can can someone help us? No, don't. I'm not asking for help. Please don't help us. But how amazing would it be to get to the Rugby World Cup next year? Actually be there in person. My wife would kill me. Well, that's okay. 
you know, like... That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. The two kids are uh, yeah, you, you, this with is, my wife while I'm gallivanting around So I should, I should do parts two of that honeymoon story is I'm now, I'm divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's probably yeah. responses like, it's okay if your wife wants to kill you. The, the one the World Cup after is in Australia. I figured yeah. that one should be doable. Yeah. Oh, I just want to go. Mm. I really want to go. And my uh, bucket list, can we quickly talk about that for a second? Mm. Bucket list places you want to see games. For me, it's um, Millennium Stadium. Oh, that was uh, the first one I was thinking of. It was yeah. also Millennium Stadium. Yeah, talking would be massive. The way they sing, man. Just yeah. seems next. Oh, oh, oh. That's the one. That's the one. You got it. You've, you've watched Wales play before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sing, that um, one. Sing whatever they sing. Uh, uh, in the crowd, they always sing uh, "Bread of Heaven." Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I never listen to the lyrics. Bread of heaven. All I know is their crowds are much of more involved. Like feed I, me to one more. Is that really the lyrics? Feed me to uh, something like that. Okay. Some a Welsh person can help can us. confirm with a nine. The reason I know that is because I'm also a Manchester City fan. Oh goodness gracious! And they used to have a pre money or pre money. Okay. And they used to have a guy called was it Sean Goater or Paul Goater or something like that. And they used to bastardize the words of that song and go. Um, well, like feed the goat and he will score. Mm. Feed the goat. Yeah, goater. They do have some of the best chance. Yeah, they do. But I noticed when I went to the World Cup in 2011 when it was here, I got to see France, New Zealand, the pool game. I went to that game too. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see you there. No, I was uh, wearing a hat. Okay, I must have missed you. <laughs> but there was one section. Like, as the, all the New Zealand fans are sitting there in their black gear, like I am now, kind of, like, politely clapping like this. That's weird was, There was one section of French fans that were just jumping up and down. Come and, like, it, it, yeah. it looked like the stadium, at my first glance, like, is that falling down? Like, is the stadium collapsing? Yeah. But it was just French fans just going crazy we, for their team. We, we are very docile. We are. We love our rugby. We do. We do. We, we really do. But we are great attendance no. to to you know sporting events we sit there we watch what's that we look oh he's coming in for the side ah, get over it you know like you know, yeah. from time to time yell at the ref something mm. happens we go oh yeah. but we don't we're not really trying to build atmosphere no. we just we just and we, we'll cheer when a trial school yeah. they might get the old sort of oh, a little lame or yeah. blurks. blurks yeah that's it that's yeah. the one thing that you'll love about the Six Nations if you do watch it week in, week out, is the uh, the fans are pretty next level. Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to, really. Well, I, try, I wanted to start. My thing was, it was distracted sports. So I made I made videos about the UFC. I made right. videos about cricket. made videos about rugby league. The only thing was, nobody bloody watched them. It's all about rugby yeah, union, right? Yeah, rugby union. Cool. Yeah. I love Surely rugby. Surely UFC's favorite. got a bigger audience than... No, oh, yeah. maybe. I only made one, and it was probably one of my worst performing performing videos. Yeah. No, the videos I made about uh, the New Zealand Warriors were definitely the worst performing. Oh, really? Mm. That's they were my they were my very first videos. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't really follow the league. I do. Are you Blues and the Warriors fan? Yes, that's pretty hard. Yes, I do. At least you got the All Blacks to kind of balance out the misery with some joy for, until for the recently. longest for, on average. Until this year, when the Blues had a really great year, on average, it happens twice a year, where the Blues and the Warriors win in the same weekend. Uh, it happens two times a year, generally. Right. You know, and I'd be like, oh, 
I'll be, I'll be over the moon for that weekend. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then most of the time, down. one will win, one will lose. Yeah. Both lose a lot. Like, when the Blues were had some pretty pretty stark seasons. JK seasons. JK seasons. Even the, the couple, first couple of McDonald's seasons weren't stellar, were mm. they? Yeah. Steady improvement. Steady. Steady. Mm. Okay. Oh. Happy days. That's everything on the list. And a wee bit more. A bit of singing. Yes. And some other Sorry about stuff. that, guys. That was fun, man. That's all right. It's good. I enjoyed it. You signing off? I think so. How do we usually sign off? The I don't. What do I say? Uh, let me know your thoughts in the comments. Distracted Sports is this guy. That's me. Uh, can everybody give Mark crap for not telling people to like and subscribe? I forget. He somehow thinks it's beneath him. Like it's I don't like, think it's beneath you think me. You, you, you when I see someone else being like, hey, like and subscribe <laughs> and hit the bell, I'm just kind of like, I, don't I, tell me what to do. If I like the video, I will like it. But just, then I do know. You're a YouTuber. Know. You get money and stuff. It's kind of your job. You want. You got to do your job. It's like and subscribe, everybody, to Mark from Two Cents. His wife will thank you for it. How's that? Well, she probably won't. She probably won't care. Yeah, but it's you know, like and subscribe. Yes, do that. Do it. Good to chat. Yeah, great man. This, this is actually our third time to talk in person, but first yes. time on camera. On camera. So many more. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. We'll see how this video does. <laughs> it does if we get like a, a abnormally high dislike ratio, then maybe we'll just cut them loose and, and find somebody else who's... You've, you've, seen my re you've seen my stats, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Cheers, guys.